This is Finding Japan, Episode 2. Okay, all right, everybody. Sorry for the lack of uh, updates lately. We've had a uh, couple couple of challenges here. Number one being mainly that uh, I currently have a lack of internet connection. So you, hopefully I will get this out tomorrow, which may be, uh, whew, what's that, Thursday? Thursday the 23rd. Right now it is Wednesday. No, Thursday the 22nd. Right now it's Wednesday the 21st. Anyway, I just wanted to give everybody an update. Um, last Monday, I went and took care of my uh, alien registration, which actually turned out to be a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, <clears throat> to register as an alien, I had to go down to the ward office at the city hall in Kamata. And um, I found a few English websites that actually helped um, narrow down where the office was and uh, my friend Saya had also indicated where the office was. So it's actually right outside the Kamada train station, east exit, take a right, keep going straight, and you run right into it. And um, I'm, su- I'm actually quite surprised that I got through it. I think when I walked in, there are a ton of people in there. It looked like a lot like a Department of Motor Vehicles back in the U.S. And absolutely nothing not one thing is in English. So thankfully I had written down what I needed. And in fact, I should, I should probably get that out because otherwise this wouldn't be a very good podcast. Now would it? I have a, one of the things I've been doing that's been really helpful is I have a notebook and before I go anywhere, I take some notes, even if it's just drawing a rough map or um, some vocab words that I think I might need. And on this day, it actually was uh, extremely useful. Um, but what I needed was a gaikokujin toroku. And that's uh, basically alien registration. So I had all this information, um, two photos. You have to have two different types of photos to bring. and um, Or no, two of the same type of photos, same size. And I found a woman who had an armband on. There looked like a couple of people there who looked pretty official. So I figured, oh, they, they'll probably know. So I went up to the woman, and in Japanese I asked her, or I told her that I needed a gaikokujin toroku. And um, she showed me the way, and actually the area where you do your alien registration is clearly marked, but I, I couldn't see what was off to the side. And there were only a few people there, so it actually was not that bad. I I feared I may be there for a few hours, and in reality, I was there for maybe about 25 minutes. So I told them uh, what I needed, and they, they knew right away, and um, filled out the application, and she helped me. And a few of the words that I had learned were helpful, but one of the things I wish I had done more of, instead of just being taught business Japanese terms, I wish I had a little more business Japanese conversation experience. Um, terms are good to get you far enough, like, you know, address and name and those sorts of things. But in reality, you know, when someone says quickly, please write your name here and then do this and then do that. 
it's a little difficult if you're not used to hearing people speak all the time. And fortunately, she spoke a little bit of English and I spoke a little bit of Japanese. So together, myself and the woman there uh, got through it and we were able to get it done. So that was good. Um, that didn't take long. They took my uh, certificate of eligibility out of my passport and replaced it with another certificate. And apparently I need to go back, get that updated at some point. I thought for a second I may be speaking too loudly and maybe the um, person next door was banging on the wall. I'm not sure, though. It sounds like they were just cleaning. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I'll just talk a little closer to the mic here. Okay. Um, so after doing that, I kind of just wandered around, went to Starbucks, and uh, one of the things that I've found super super useful lately has been the DS Nintendo DS electronic dictionary and I forget the name of this exactly it's let's see Rakubiku Jiten Sonomama DS Jisho I'm sure I'm screwing that up, but um, it's a little electronic dictionary that um, allows you to type in the kanji, and it will give you the meaning. So I sat at Starbucks for maybe about an hour and just kind of looked around at the kanji that I didn't know, and I wrote them in and learned a little bit. And one of the things I discovered is that actually my kanji recognition is going up through the roof. Um, now that I'm seeing the same kanji over and over again, um, I recognize them, recognize the meaning. I may not be able to say it, but I recognize most of the meanings now of the ones that I actually do know. So that's been really good. Oh, also on an update on my Japanese level, one of the things that I have found, even though my kanji recognition is improving, um, my everyday speaking is just not so good. I actually feel bad sometimes because I will end up going out with my friends and not say very much, not because I'm not interested, but I just don't know the right words to say. And um, when you have a very small vocabulary, it's very, very difficult for you to say things. Um, even such things as, um, you know, when someone leaves the house and then what you're supposed to say when someone leaves or when someone returns, what you're supposed to say back when they come back. I totally forgot those. And I felt so bad because um, my friend who I'm staying with would say the, the typical things that you say when you leave. For example, when somebody returns to the home, they say, Tadaima, and whoever is there is pretty much supposed to say, Okairi nasai. But I totally forgot that, so I would just sit there and go, Hi, <laughs> um, hi, welcome back. <laughs> so, um, but I found, uh, found my notes on what those were, and now I feel pretty confident about that stuff, so. Um, but yeah, just the everyday speaking is kind of getting to me right now. Um, human interaction is pretty low. <laughs> it's pretty much only with people that man the restaurants that I go to. I guess it's it's okay. I mean, I can order food, but I, I hear so many things I still don't understand. So it, it's difficult. But um, e even if I just sit there dumbfounded, at, I'm pretty amazed that you know I'm in this country and it's a pretty cool place and there's a lot going on around. So. I'm trying not to let it get to me, but we'll see. I think the longer I'm here, 
Uh, obviously, things will get better, but I think just my expectations on my Japanese level were probably quite high. And、um, I need to cut myself a little more slack on my ability and just give myself some time to make mistakes. Really, it is what it comes down to. Even the other day, I didn't know the word for laundry and thought to myself, wow, how, how can you live with not knowing the word for laundry? It seems like something to be so basic. But I asked my friend, and you know, she told me, and eventually it was cool. So, ah, yes.、Yeah, so, getting back to the foreigner ID card, I think、um, the way it's going to work is I have used my friend's address that I'm staying with now as the address for my foreigner ID card. And I think what I will end up doing is、um, once I get an apartment, I will actually change the address for the foreigner ID card to the new one.、Um, but in the meantime, I will have the foreigner ID card.、Um, I should be able to pick up the foreigner ID card within, I think, the first week of April. I have to head back down to Kamada.、Um, and it shouldn't be too bad. It's not too far from where I will be living.、Um, and the other thing that I had done is on Tuesday, I went to go look at an apartment.、Um, I used the company TokyoRent.com. And、uh, NA there has been super, super helpful. And I actually saw an apartment in Kuromae, which is, I think it's、uh, a little north of Chuoku. And it's in a pretty quiet area just over、uh, the river. So I, I think it'll be a really good spot. I think it's 25 minutes from Waseda and 30 or 35 minutes away from where I will be working. And、uh, seven minutes away from where my roommate will be working. So I think it's going to be a, a pretty good place. It's a 2K, which means there's basically a very small kitchen and two very small bedrooms. But I really don't think we're going to need much more than that anyway. I don't even think we will be home all that much when it comes down to it. So I think it'll be perfect. I think,、um, I want to say it's maybe about 300 square feet, maybe 350. And the total rent. Uh, with today's currency,、uh, with today's foreign exchange price on the yen, I think it comes out to be about $10,000 or no, $1,050 total, so about $525 each. So, not too bad. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Tomorrow, Thursday, I'm going to put a down payment on it or the security deposit down so they can hold it. And then when my track mate Alex arrives,、um, we'll finish up the.、Uh, Remainder of the paperwork. So that's good.、Uh, what else here? Oh, yeah, another thing I wanted to mention about the apartment is that there is no key fee, no agent fee, no gift money, no any of that. It's just、uh, one month's rent, security deposit, and insurance. So can't really beat that. And also, there is fiber optic internet to the building. So it should have some fast connectivity and be able to. Push up these podcasts to the server a little more quickly. I'm sure you're all excited about that. So, after coming back from the apartment search,、uh, I took a quick walk through Akihabara. And、um, I, I should stop for a second. Akihabara is sort of like the electric town area of、uh, Tokyo where there are lots of gadgets small stores, big stores, camera stores, video game stores. Everything that is electronic that you could think of is in Akihabara. So、um, I didn't quite go through 
the stores to, to purchase anything, but I just sort of wanted to get the vibe of the city. And um, it had been about a year and a half since I had been there, so it was kind of fun to walk through. Stopped for a quick bite to eat, and then um, hopped on the train. And I also grabbed some train sounds, uh, sort of like a sound scene tour, or sound seeing, sound scene, sound something, I don't know, however you want to say it. I'm no uh, podcast terminology uh, official here, so I don't know, whatever. I just basically recorded just some sounds for people who might be interested, and I'll put those at the end of this podcast. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, that before going on the apartment search, I spent a lot of time with Google Maps and uh, the train routes. So um, I had put a video podcast a while back about how to search for an apartment using Google Maps. Well, let me tell you, just figuring out how to transfer trains on Google Maps um, was a challenge. Also, one of the things that had helped is um, a friend had sent me a link to an application on Excite Japan where you can put the two stations, the one you are at and the one you want to go to, and about and the approximate time that you're leaving, and it'll give you um, which trains to take that'll get you there the quickest. So depending on the time you may leave, it may tell you actually to take one train, walk to a different station, and then take another train. And if you put in a different time, it may actually tell you to take a different train because of the connection times and everything. So it's pretty pretty accurate. I guess they can do that because the uh, the trains around here run on such timely schedules that they have the ability to um, nail down to the minute where the train will be. So it works out really well when you're trying to plan a commute. So after I had uh, set up the uh, my, my plan of attack on how I was going to get to the particular station in the particular exit, um, I sort of wrote down some maps for myself in my book here, which I had mentioned already, and went on my way. And I uh, gave myself about an extra hour of time just in case, and that ended up being good because it did take me a little while, and I did get a little lost, but um, eventually did find... Uh, the uh, exit A7 on the Oedo line in Kudomai. So it ended up working out. So when I got up to that exit, I met up with NA from Tokyo Rent. Renting an apartment, I guess, in Japan is kind of difficult, but one of the things that is helpful is that there are companies who do specialize in renting to foreigners. So I would highly recommend that you check out Tokyo Rent. If you are coming to Japan, they've been great, and we did find uh, an apartment that I think will work well for what we need to do. One other thing that was uh, pretty funny this week here was um, my friend Rinko here has a washing machine, but I had no idea how to use it. Um, I think I stood in front of it with the Nintendo DS for about five minutes, and then I got totally frustrated and just walked away. So I'm kind of stacking up a pile of dirty clothes here, and hopefully I'll be able to get them washed sometime soon but looks like it should be easy but I'm not quite sure how to use it um i guess the the challenges of everyday life are the most challenging you know even when i get up in the morning it seems like it takes me more time because i, I don't know quite where to put things and don't have a routine and, and really don't want to invest psychologically in, in coming up with a routine right now too because it's really not my place so i don't want to put things where they're not supposed to go I'm very cautious not to make a mess 
So I'm really just kind of in a stasis mode until I get moved into my own apartment. On Tuesday afternoon, after going to look at apartments, uh, my friend Saya came over and showed me how to use the washing machine, which was great. After seeing how to use the washing machine, we went over to Kawasaki to grab something to eat, to see the new apartment that she's going to move into, and to do a little shopping. Um, I hope to go back to Kawasaki. Um, I needed some jeans, and they really didn't have them in my size. And part of part of the problem was I really didn't know what my size was because I think everything here is in centimeters instead of inches. I looked around; they really didn't have what I needed, so I'll have to go back. But hopefully, I can grab some video. The shopping area down there in Kawasaki, right around the train station, is just incredible. It's such a cool place to hang out. Um, I'm definitely going to take my fiance down there when she comes out to Japan, and. Um, have some fun down in that area. Actually, kind of jealous that, she, that she's living down there because it just seems like it's such a cool place to live. Um, it's a bit too far for me, obviously, but um, if I had my choice, I, I would live down there as well. It seems like a really cool place. Um, so we had a bite to eat and then kind of, I don't know, I called it a night. Um, one last thing, I'd asked Saya um, where like a liquor store was because I wanted to buy some beer for the house. And one of the things I realized is that, you know, Japanese people really don't drink at home that much. Drinking is more of like a social thing where you go out. And in addition, um, just not with drinks in general, but I think with everything, people here buy much smaller portions. They'll buy like a day's worth or two days worth of food or drinks um, just because there's not a lot of, a lot of space for you know, filling up a huge refrigerator is not a lot of space for a huge refrigerator at all. And on top of that, um, you know, most of the stores sell very fresh things, so things will go bad quick. Well, I went to the liquor store and I bought a bottle of wine and a six-pack of beer, and I realized that, you know, there's more single beers than six-packs of beers. So walking out with a six-pack of beer and um, having, like, a bottle of wine, and I felt like a, a lush, like I was going to drink it all that night, but... Now I just came back and had one beer and made some phone calls and then uh, kind of called it a night. So right now things here are pretty slow going, but I think going well considering. Um, and again, today there has been no internet. Hopefully tomorrow or later tonight I'll be able to upload this episode and then get in touch with some people that I haven't had a chance to talk to lately. Um, so I don't know. There you go. I think that's it. Um, the next few minutes I'm just going to play my train ride from Akihabara Station to Kamata Station, um, and I'll probably edit out some of the redundant things here. So um, if you're still listening, just sit back and enjoy some of the train sounds, and I will be back later with an up, uh, another update or another episode on Hanami, since it is cherry blossom season very soon. Um, hope to take some photos of that, maybe some video. And then also, I'm looking forward to doing a video tour of the neighborhood here so you can kind of see what the walk is like from the, the tra- oh my god, I'm watching television, but I have the sound muted, and there's like a huge, it's something about the fish market, and they have a huge tuna fish, and this guy's like doing crazy sign language to get pieces of this fish. It's incredible. Oh my god. People having like plastic bins just being fired fired at this guy. Oh, I'm getting so distracted. This is making making for, for terrible podcasting material, I know, but I should probably grab 
Here, I'll go, here I'm just gonna turn this up and grab some audio from this. $13 for this huge piece of fish. And <laughs> you got like 11 people doing junk and <laughs> All right, anyway, yeah, that's, that's, sorry, this is bad podcasting material. I, I don't even know, I'll probably edit this, some of this stuff out here. All right. Anyway, so, so that's it. I'm having fun. Um, I got to I keep making mental notes of things that I'm going to talk about later, but I, I either want to get pictures of this stuff or I want to get, um, you know, some video of it before I, I podcast to try and make these things more interesting. In the next episode, I'll talk about my experience at an internet cafe. It wasn't a manga kisa. It was just a plain internet cafe. Um, and talk about my uh, chili cheeseburger at Mosburger that I had today. And uh, I'll talk about the raccoon motorcycle helmet I saw, which was incredible. Uh, my experience with Once a Day Boss Coffee. And uh, my run-in with the uh, Jehovah Witnesses in Japanese. So look forward to that. And again, here is an audio tour of Akihabara to Kamata Station in some sort of edited form. So enjoy. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. 